I'm going to record. Shots fired. What? Shots fired. Pop, pop. That should be the name of this one. Shots fired. Hello and welcome to Post Roll Podcast. Say it. Macanudo in the house. Macanudo. What's up? We also sponsored by Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah. Best place in the world to train the best martial art under the best... Dudes, dudes in the world, and the best dude in the world, and the best with the best people in the world, with the best friend in the world, the best place, with the best best mates. Yes, yes. And uh, speaking of best buddies, Jimmy Green calls. Jimmy Green, not gonna make it. Jimmy's pretty good. Jimmy's been uh, man. He was there for my private today. That's when you know you have a good friend is when he's there for your privates. <laughs> You're really there for my privates, bro. So uh, thank you also to Guayaki, uh, Yerba Mate, my, a really, really cool uh, Yerba Mate company. If you want to get Yerba Mate tea, that's the spot. Get it from Those there, guys, yeah. They grow it under the canopy, and they pay the uh, the natives their uh, living wages, which nobody does. So they don't clear the rainforest, and they pay people real money. And they're out of San Luis Obispo, which is where I, where I kind of grew up. Nice, you know? man, nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's it. So, I guess that's it for sponsors that are, uh, yeah. Oh, oh uh, Camera West. Thank you for Camera, camera West. Camera yes. West for the cameras Adam and the equipment. <laughs> they are out west. Is that Adam West? Oh, Adam West. <laughs> you know who that was? Yeah, Batman. Batman. Who's your favorite superhero? Uh, the Hulk. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Hulk. Uh, Thor, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's like like Aquaman or whatever. Aquaman. No, like all the and like Flexi Dude or whatever. There's like (laughs) Elastic Man. That'd be hilarious if you're like Fantastic. I just love those guys because I could never do that. (laughs) The Hulk. That's easy. Anybody could be the Hulk. (laughs) No, Paul. Only you can. (laughs) He's like a real life Hulk. (laughs) Uh, Oh my god. mm. So speaking hey, of wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. What? This is the beginning, so I want everybody to. Uh, oh, I want everybody to uh, to get a, a taste of this, um, which means oh, it's time for the fake MMA news. Oh, Noticias nice. falsificadas. Oh. Here it is. It's the fake news. It is not real news. And all MMA news. It is grappling news. It is not real. We made it up, and now you've heard it. You can't unhear it. <laughs> The new lightweight champion Charles Overa, uh, Oliveira signed uh, three big sponsorship deals this week with Crest White Strips, Listerine, and Cheese. <laughs> Get it? Cheese. <laughs> In an interview with Ariel Hawani, Oliveira answers the question, why and how with the teeth? <laughs> he says he brushes them by driving through a car wash in a convertible with his mouth open, gargles with white primer paint, and flosses with battle ropes. Otherwise, he's just like us. And finally, in grappling news, Gordon Ryan is retiring due to stomach issues. He has admitted uh, he has admitted that he made up the uh, gastrointestinal disease that he, that he had on Rogan. Uh, he actually, his real stomach issues are due to being witness to his opponent's nauseating jujitsu. He has a hard time keeping his food down when he's constantly seeing and engaging in, uh, with sickening sweep attempts and putrid guard passing games. So good luck, uh, trying to get through that one. And that's it for the fake MMA news. Ah, Sorry, Gordon. That was good. That was yeah. Good. Craig Jones is going for the title tonight on Flow Grappling. Number two in the world. Floss with your battle ropes, Charlie. We miss you. That right. did not look right. <laughs> did you watch that? Did, did you watch? <laughs> that did not you, look you right. You dorked out. <laughs> did you watch that fight, the Oliveira? We, did, we haven't been on since that, right? Yeah, since I watched we, it, oh, we, we talked about that. Oh, we talked about that on the last yeah, podcast? We, okay. we, yeah, Good. it was great. And I'm actually a big fan of Oliveira, even though you're like, oh, I thought he was going to be a nice guy because he, you know, he looked all oh, nice. Oh, that's right. He turned out to be edgy, like kind of weird. Yeah, it's okay. Mean. It's all good. I mean that liar. Yeah. 
So we're smoking cigars. You know why? Uh, I don't know why. You know why I got these? Why'd you get them? Because I was getting off a plane. I did a, a corporate. You got off on a plane? You were <laughs> <in my iPod? laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I was uh, I was getting off a plane. I was flying to Colorado. I went to Colorado Springs to do a corporate. Which, by the way, when you get off the plane in Colorado, you realize how, <laughs> how clean air. Is. No, no, no. You get you realize how clean air actually looks. What? It's supposed to look away. Well, the clean air, it looks different. Like here, you don't realize we have so much humidity, it creates different (laughs) air. Like it looks different. When you get off the plane, you're like, holy moly. It's like somebody like wiped off my glasses or something. I was like, what's happening? It's because air with humidity in it is like really like thick and gnarly. You don't even know. And then you get off there and it's this thin, clean air. And you're like, I don't know. How is it different? Is there a camera lens here? What? Yeah. What's going on? It really was like somebody had just wiped my glasses off. Wow. I was like, whoa, this is so beautiful. That and there was awesome. like mountains and it's, you know, it's gorgeous, of course. But um, <laughs> but anyway, I did this corporate. And um, when I came back, I landed at, at um, Savannah Airport, tiny little airport. I love it. You know, you just go and your car is like, yeah. you can see it from the plane. <laughs> and uh, and so I, I go to get, I go to leave and they have this little cigar shop in the lobby. Yeah. And, um, and it's this little dude. He, th- nobody was in there. And I, I walk in and then he. And I go in the humidor, and right as I'm going in the humidor, this guy comes running up. Hey, we were just having lunch, and and he's like a Cuban guy. He's from Cuba, and he moved here when he was like 18 from Cuba. His dad had been like cruising around and um, and uh, living in uh, different Azerbaijan and different places, yeah, like learning, yeah. uh, going to college and all this. And then when he, but he was raised, I guess, by family members in Cuba. And then when his parents moved to the U.S., they brought him over. Oh, nice. That's interesting, isn't it? And I was like, so tell me. And he told me his uh, kind of his naturalization story, how he became an American citizen. I mean, it was pretty harrowing. Like, it's not easy. It's not easy, man. So um, so he has a business. You know, and here he is. He's got a, bi- a business in the in the airport. Yeah. Selling cigars and nice shirts. And yeah, it's yeah. pretty doing, cool. Doing awesome things. I doing like it. Doing awesome things. Pretty cool. Like, success story. Anyway, he's really cool. His name's, uh, his name's Alberto. And, uh, and he's, uh, I forget what the name of the, huh, now I forget. Tapia. It's Tapia, Tapia Cigars. And, um, Shout and, out uh, if you guys are ever in Savannah Airport. Yeah, and it's, it's not so behind it's, security. So you no. can just go in there when you're hanging out waiting for somebody or whatever and check them out. But Heck yeah. He had great cigars. And he's just a really cool guy to talk to. Interesting. I'm going to have him on the podcast. Do it. Let's do it. Here's all about it. Awesome, man. So, yeah. He what? goes, he goes, uh. You're a comedian? Wow. He goes, oh, that's like my that's my dream job. You got my dream job. And I go, well, I th- you have the kind of personality. You could probably do it. And then as I'm talking to him and got his sense of humor a little bit, it is kind of that Latin sense of humor. You know how it's a little bit different? Yeah. Something like a uh, slapsticky or something? Yeah. You ever watch like <laughs> – yeah. You ever watch Mexican TV? Yes. <laughs> Any Hispanic TV is awesome. I yeah, love it's it. like real in your face kind of. But it's cool. It's yeah. like overwhelms you, you know. <laughs> oh, my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mexican TV is a trip because it's got like uh, you know the, it's it's a real mix between like misogyny and like no, you know, dude that's any like all the women are you know they all look the kinda, whole time yeah like big really boobs with like the yeah they're sticking out and they're like butts are like huge you know, what you're trying to say to me you know, exactly like, yeah it's pretty insane oh my god um, yeah it's not subtle in it's other not, words. No. I think it's just not subtle I, th- I think there, there's a lot of issues right there for me <laughs> not that American television's subtle but like um, subtle. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, there there's a market for all of it. There's oh, a market yeah. for not subtle uh, oh, yeah. in America too, but but Latin television's different. Latin television's just right in your takes face. it to the next level. Yeah, it's like, all right, so uh, you want this level? No, we're gonna take it two levels above everything. 
You know this from Cuban television? From, Cu- from oh, your Cuban relatives yeah. in, Ma- in Miami? Yeah. Yeah. I, I grew up on that stuff, man. It's Did great. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Like my grandfather, he'd watch that all day. All day. And, I'd, you know, just coming in and watching, you're like, oh, Nice. This yeah. is what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> what, are the sports, what sports did he watch? Did he watch soccer? Oh, he wasn't a big sports guy. Oh. No. Okay. No, no. But what boxing, people, were, oh, boxing. Oh, boxing. Yeah, baseball. boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't really into MMA, but I mean. So I, I was going to ask you this. I, my shirt smells. So did, My shirt smells too. I know. See, here's the deal. You guys, if you train, you know this. Your clothes start smelling like you train. Ah. And you can't. You, what's the solution? You got to soak them in, um, in vinegar, right? You finally, if a shirt gets gnarly. For whatever reason, like maybe you forgot a, a rash guard, so you're like, oh, I got this T-shirt, yeah, yeah, so you yeah. wear it, and then you go to wash it and wear it again, and immediately when you wear it, all this, whatever, I it starts to smell like yeah. you're just trained in it. you got to soak it in vinegar. I heard vinegar. I've heard... Freeze it? Have you ever heard freeze yeah, it? i heard freeze it before. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. we should uh, freeze Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, me and Jimmy actually had a really nice roll yesterday, man. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. So, he started off in a side pin, like, you know, side control pin. Where we were doing that, we were drilling from yeah. there all week. So, that's what we've been working on. So me and him were rolling. And he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna start in this position." I'm like, "All right, cool. This is gonna suck." So I get, you know, I get to move. He's putting I, some strong ass pressure on me when he, he was trying. That. Yeah, but he, no, but I mean, he's gotten a lot stronger. Yeah, and structured. Too, yeah, structured. But, but well, he's really, he's structured also too. very strong. But no, like me and him were rolling, and next thing I know, I'm like, "Okay, I can get out." Next thing I know, he's on my back. I'm like, "Oh." Mother. Yeah, he did that to me every and time then, we drilled it. And then I was able to like defend all all his chokes and. I finally get. Finally Could you just get, tell me the story to be able to say that out loud that you could defend all those jokes? <laughs> no, I, was, okay, I told this on. to James too. I was like, I felt great because I mean, lately I've been feeling like if someone's on my back, like James, Jimmy, I'm me. like, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> me, Jim, James is probably the hardest one on the back because he's always looking for something. And yeah, Jimmy, I mean, he's hard, but at the same time, I was able to. Get, he got into an arm bar. I was able to get out of the arm bar. Next thing I know, he's still on my back. I'm like, this sucks. Wow, but. It was such a good, it was such a fun role because it was like, I'm never in these positions. I need to get in these positions more. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was just, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Cause you are, you, even when you're not trying, you end up on top a lot. Yeah. 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 And it, why is that? You just, that's where you're headed. You just play top a lot. That's the problem that I have is like, I'll get focused on something. I'll forget that I'm not playing the whole game. Uh, for a little while. So, and then I'm lagging on, you know, important stuff like, you know, learning how to escape bottom. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it goes back to, like, there's an old, there's a saying from uh, Black Belt, um, Chris something. He's out of, um, t- <sighs> he was, like, one of the first Black Belts in America, American Black Belts. Uh-huh. He says, rule number one about jiu-jitsu, be the man on top. Rule yeah. number two, stay the man on top. <laughs> rule number three, defend yourself yeah. and get on top. Rule number four, go back to rule number one. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, what about when you're on the bottom? Get on top. <laughs> All right, well, okay, but isn't that playing bottom? No, it's getting on top. <laughs> yeah, but no, you got to be on the bottom to get on top. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm, it's just, it's for me, I always liked being on top. I'm a... <laughs> I know. You're a top. So, so listen, I was going to say that's why that. you're here. We're about to shut the cameras off. Hey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I learned something that's today. Our only I'm going to admit this out loud what I said today. Probably the stupidest thing I've ever said to James. You ever say something to James and he looks at you and you're like, uh, yeah, you're My right. entire life. That was dumb. Oh, yeah. I got another story. All right. I got another story. Well, we're, we're about to start a private. One of my issues is, is, and we had to address it today, it's a big deal for me. I never, I never go belly down. I never go belly down. 
um, and build my base as I go belly down and yeah. then build and go from there. I never do that. I never do that. Never, 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 never. And, um, and he says, he says, well, you know, um, we're going to, you know, he starts to talk about a little bit of the details. And I go, you know, what's funny about belly down. I go, it's like one of the most important things, you know, and it's, it's like nowhere in any of the lessons. And he goes, it's like, it's in the white belt curriculum. It it's is. the very first thing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I just um, said that out loud. <laughs> So I go, it's funny. It's like nowhere in any of the stuff we learned. That's what really important. James is going to demote yeah, you all the way back to one strike, well zero stripe white belt. As well, he should. <laughs> That's the whole issue. Is like my purple belt game is like partially white belt, partially blue belt, partially brown belt, and then there's a little purple. But mostly, it's just this mixture Bro. of like, yeah, I've developed like three moves to brown, and then uh, you know, or even high brown, and then and then um, a little bit of uh, purple in there, and high brown, yeah. That's what they call it, and uh, and uh, and but most of it's like white, white, blue, with a little purple all mixed together, dude. No, man, I feel not like- even white because white belts know how to belly down. Yeah, I just didn't know like how to build that. So I never. I, here's the thing, too. I don't want. I, if I go there, I wasn't doing it right. Guys were getting hooks in, so I just stopped doing it. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, I'd rather lay on my back or be on my side and, and like try to come out the side or whatever. And James finally noticed it, and he's like, oh, you got a full on blind spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And he said it yesterday. He's like, dude. And he told me, and I'm like, all right. So I hit him up to do a private on it. And today I was like, oh, okay, I'm a so, complete moron. This exists. We know this, but it's okay. Yeah, but it's I mean, okay. like, you ever learn something? And you're like, oh, this exists. This is like a giant chunk yes. of jujitsu that I should have been doing. Yeah, all along, dude. It took me like years to figure that. I'm like, oh, there's a bottom game. Oh my god. Right. No, but no, like it's crazy with jujitsu, man. It's like. I actually had a really cool mo- moment yesterday rolling with Alden. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was rolling. I Alden's, Alden will open up your game a little. Oh, he will. Yeah. Well, so I've been – so one thing I'm starting now is, uh, hey, you know, you're going to pin me like I was doing with um, Jimmy. Pin me, try to go for submission, then I'm going to start rolling. Yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah. Talk into it the whole time. So, yeah. <clears throat> so I was rolling with Alden, and, you know, I get out of the position. I get a, He tries a submission, m- misses. I get into a single leg. I drop in for single leg X. So, Ashy Grammy from... Hashy Grammy? Hashy Grammy. Yeah. Grammy? <laughs> no, but uh, from... Grammy Hashy. So, I drop in and I kind of circle back into the to the single leg X from behind. Uh-huh. So, I went behind him. Oh, wow. With a single leg X? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I was able to pop out with my head, <laughs> single leg X. Instead of going for the leg lock, I went for the... I dropped him and I just. Oh, passed. I see. And you underarm passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It I got gotcha. you. Beautiful. And the next yeah. thing I know, James was like, "Damn, that was that was impressive." I was like, "Yeah, pretty slick." It yeah. was slick. But that was so cool because I learned that at the Jeff Glover seminar. And then and me and Alden were talking, and some white belt really comes out. And I'm sorry if I forget your name, white belt. Wow, <laughs> this doesn't have a name. You know, you don't you don't have a you name until you're a blue belt. Until you're a blue belt, you don't have a name. To the purple belts. That's to the purple so belts. <laughs> no, but um, we were. Uh, you know, he just was so excited because he hit, like, a small move. I'm like, ah, I remember that. It's the same feeling. It's the same feeling. Well, no, the feeling is, like, you actually got to do a move that you've learned. You're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Then, like, as you get up into, like, you know, higher belts, you're like, oh, man. I, the smaller moves, you're like, okay, cool, whatever. When you get to hear, when you get to hit something, like, repetitively like that, you're like, Oh, that was dope. That Hang was such a, a highlight move. Hang on a second. I want to take an issue with this. I believe that as as I get the higher I get in belts or whatever. I, okay, so the more jujitsu I do, the more I start to the more I start to get enamored with 
little detail things that I keep repeating and yeah. right. And I'm like, oh, that little structure there. Something to like hold hold the person off in a way that they can't beat or change. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, oh, that's real structure. That's real jujitsu. That's real detail for me. Well, like hitting like a, a cool fancy move on somebody is pretty is pretty interesting. A big like, fancy move, yeah, that's but cool. It's the the way you set it up and how you did it and all that kind of stuff is when, what I look when at. you know that it's impenetrable through every transition of the movement, yeah. and you're like, oh, I got all that right, and you're putting those details with the larger move. That's when it's something. But I'm telling you right now, I'm enamored with little tiny details right now, and it's just. It, it's all of it's the world to me. You're like enamored with little tiny things, little tiny details. <laughs> it's the <laughs> it is the world to me because it's 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 what I'm missing. It's like yeah yeah because you know how like I think early early in jujitsu we always get away with things right because the we big movement. Stuff oh my god I or this. we don't or we don't get away with it but it doesn't matter because we don't learn from it <clears throat> or if we learn we don't know uh, what we learn yeah so these are normal issues but <laughs> but as I as I start to learn more about what what like we, we were working on a uh, side side. Uh, is this is it this week we're doing that? Yeah, the pins, the yeah. uh, side pin that you're coming across with the uh, frame. So coming across with the frame, building and building your base at the same time and all that. But the order in which you do it, um, you know, it obviously I was talking about this a few, couple weeks ago that, that connecting my toes to the mat is like a, a new revelation to me, in, <laughs> right, this year, which I never was doing before. My base was so terrible. But I was using the momentum from it and, and capitalizing. So certain things that I was doing because people didn't expect me to do it, those are gone. Yeah. Yeah. So so I was actually getting away with it because I was doing weird and I remember thinking like people would get frustrated cuz be like what why are you moving weird? And I was moving weird but I was getting away with it and sometimes and getting things but I was losing more than I was yeah. getting from it. So now that that's done and I'm and I actually have structure and have base, people are like, "Oh, okay. Now they now they have something to push against. They know what they're doing a little more. I know what I'm doing a little more, but I've lost some of that weird wonky kind of unorthodox crap." So that that's that's weird, man. Like yeah, because it was an advantage to yeah, me sometimes. Sometimes doing weird, funky, funky stuff. Yeah, which you said the other day. You're like, you catch me in the weirdest stuff. You do, you do. Oh, you, you got said a phone that yesterday. Call. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, that's it, not happening. Yeah. Uh-oh. I gotta tell them. Hang on. Uh, hey. Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> We're, We're in the middle. Guys. I. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't. It's got to be after. It's got to be after three now. I'm sorry, or we can't do it. No problem. Okay. Okay. No problem. Okay. Great. Okay. No problem. Call me back. Thanks. Bye. Uh oh. What was that about? Uh, it's like an electric contractor. Um. I was trying to get them to come over and do some stuff. The sub panel here. Yeah, in, the, yeah. in the studio and. Uh, they just keep uh, calling me and saying they're going to be here in a half hour, and I'm like, "Oh, sorry, I told you, can't yeah, do that. Yeah, can't do it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like every every time I, yeah, whatever. Right, I you that. know how it is. Yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, we can be there between six and four, and you're like six and six four. in the morning. What? <laughs> and four in the yeah. morning. Wait, what? You guys got the weirdest we hours. Be- <laughs> yeah. So like, I just don't have that kind of schedule. I mean, call me or whatever, I'll answer. But I didn't want to not answer and then have them show up and be yeah. like, "Sorry, sorry, guys, uh, you got to leave." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about? Oh, we were talking about uh, losing losing some benefits of of being from funky. your unorthodox jujitsu being funky, which honestly, <clears throat> I don't know. You can't build a game around some of that stuff. You know, I, I can't. I couldn't. There was too many so, problems. I mean, I think if you get to a once you get to a higher level and you can you can see where yeah. certain things go. Yeah, and once you know it, you can then you can throw funky. it out the window. Yeah, and well, not do throw it. it out the window, but so one one thing I've learned, and you know, it's crazy is 
I'll say this. All these big, fancy, cool moves everyone does, it's a bunch of small, small, yeah. small, basic moves put together. Stitched together, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, if you're doing a, I don't know, you're doing a leg lock or I don't know, whatever. You're doing, like, a rolling leg lock. It's like, okay, you got to know how to forward roll. You know, got to know how to catch the leg. You got you to know how to wrestle. And if you don't, guess what? You're just rolling out there looking like a m- moron. Yeah, there, th- we, one of the things with the belly down thing was, you know, you get yourself set up to be like uh, to do a uh, sit out, wrestle, yeah. a wrestler sit out. And um, I, kn- I so I so rarely belly down for any reason because I always feel like, well, I'm just going to get my back taken. That I have no sit out. That is that. That is like some trauma right there. You you probably did that like a couple times. The next thing you know, oh God! That's all it was. Yeah, yeah. I got traumatized as a white belt, so I was like, nope, never again. <laughs> never man. again. I'll rather lay on my side and sit here with my elbows in tight, and you can, can do whatever you want, and you're gonna be like, never gonna roll with that a hole again. <laughs> well, you didn't submit me. So <laughs> stupid. Oh so, my God. So uh, this is a big element of my, uh, you know, of my lack of. Um, openness as a jiu-jitsu player is that I just didn't have that part of the game at all until this morning, 15 years into jiu-jitsu, right? So, uh, <laughs> so, so I, uh, I, I noticed I didn't have a wrestler sit out at all. So I got to like go back and redesign how I move in a wrestler sit. I get my body to do it right. Cause I used to be able to do it, yeah. but I stopped and well, now it's just gone. I can't do it. It's good, weird. The good thing is you have time. I had my head on the wrong side. I was doing all kinds of weird stuff with it. And James <laughs> is like, well, why is your head over there? I'm like, well, uh, I, I, I don't, what yeah. do I do with these? Uh, uh, uh. What do I do with these things? So, <laughs> so, but that brings up a good point that, like in jujitsu and life, um, we will abandon certain fundamentals, Ooh, you know, um, yeah. because they didn't work for us once or twice or something, or we don't we're not using them right, and then we just don't have them, and then we work around them, and it creates this like weird workaround hole for us and to re-engage makes you feel like a white belt or a beginner or a uh, num num numbskull you know and and you got to just go through that fire yeah you got to walk through that fire you got to be ready to do that every single day every single day you can't go in with like today i'm just gonna kick some ass no you got to always be ready to be all right look i'm gonna go all the way to the bottom again i'm gonna be today the nail today in i'm gonna be the nail I'm gonna be Every piece day of, in some way. I'm going to be that piece of wood the nail's getting nailed into. <laughs> wow, geez, okay. <laughs> There's some days that... It, I'm going to be the piece of wood on the other side of the piece of wood. Exactly. So when the nail goes through, it nails to that piece of wood. <laughs> That's how submissive I'm going to be to my failures. <laughs> so I be you. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm the Are hammer you? at being the nail. Are there, Timmy. Get it? All right, Timmy. <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> I'm the hammer at being the nail. I'm so good at being the nail that I'm better than you, so I'm the hammer at it. So, ha, ha, ha. No, but, I mean, there's days that you – I mean, like yesterday, man, I was a, I, I felt like I was in a funk. Like, I, I couldn't wake up. I couldn't do this. You smelled like it. What? I, I didn't even see you yesterday. Yeah, you did. No. You keep saying that, but you did. When did I see you? I trained in the morning. I wasn't there in the morning. Oh, somebody, some big, big half Cuban dude was there. I roll with him. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I, I was at work, sir. Mm-hmm. Are you just saying that because you wanted them to think you were there? You and I trained. No, we didn't train. <laughs> well, it was the day before. We trained the day before, yeah. Whatever. I got kids. It's all one day. <laughs> <laughs> I so love that let, me, let me ask you this. So I you, love that excuse. You said... I have kids. <laughs> yeah, I, always, I, I use that whenever things aren't going well in this conversation, but I have three kids. <laughs> People are like, wait, what? That doesn't apply at all. You're being the wood underneath yeah. the wood right Roll there. Roll with me. Roll with me on this. I got three kids. <laughs> 
So yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. I understand. Of course, he's he's going senile. You do get away with a lot of stuff as a parent, by the way. That you don't like as a single guy. You can't say that stuff. But if I'm like, oh, I got three kids, it's kind of busy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to step on that. As a single guy, it's more like I was just being lazy. <laughs> yeah. Why haven't done your? You haven't done your yard. Oh God. Um. Uh. I. I have three kids. No. Yeah. Does that working? I uh, come on, man. I, I, I'm just being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're single, you're just being lazy. If you're yeah. not getting something done. But if you have three kids, it's like, oh, 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 he has Poor kids. Guy. Poor he has guys. Kids. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Which is true. It is not easy to it the, is. the amount. Of, here's the thing: they don't appreciate that you that you, you now's not. No, no. I was going to say they, your kids do not have any understanding that now's not the time, you know, to do something. So, like, if if like like Mr. Electric's coming over or whatever, but I got a situation with one of my kids that we got to handle. I can't just like tell my kids to put it on hold. Typically, I can't be no. like, "Oh, we'll talk about this later." Nah, I mean, we got to engage. Mostly, we got to engage with what's going on, and everything else falls around that, you know, because that's priority one. Yeah. If I got a four year old with an issue, throwing a tantrum, I can't be like, "All right, uh, never mind. Here's some candy. Shut up." You know, I got to actually like down the sort it out. Yeah. And okay. then move on and. Most people are pretty cool with that if they have kids, but if they don't have kids... What are you talking about? No, no, no. I, mean, I was going to say, if they don't have kids, a lot of times people are cool with it, and you don't really know, are they really cool with it, or they just know that you're supposed to say it's cool? You know what I mean? Are they, that's a weird... That's such a weird... Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Are they, are, are they just... They just know that, like, oh, parenting's hard, I guess. That's what people say, or whatever. But, like, really? I remember being a non-parent and thinking, why did you even have them, then? Yeah. Like, why don't you just... It's your choice yeah, not to come have on, kids. We're supposed to go... I thought we were playing a pickup game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. Meet me there. What are you doing? Yeah, no, my kid's got a recital. God, you're so lame. What's a recital? Yeah. Why'd you have a kid? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go surfing. No, man. The kid couldn't get out on the board. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> right. That happens, too. Like, I'll make dates with people to go do some fun stuff, and then it all falls apart. It happens, man. It happens. But that, but as a non-parent, I remember thinking, like, I, that's why, that's I guess. That's a bull snot excuse. Yeah. Right? yeah I guess that's why, like, when you have friends or when you start having kids, you start having you Feel sort friends. of lose your friends that don't have kids, and then you start hanging out with... But I've noticed the other way around. I've got all these kids, and now I'm like in the rhythm of it. Now I have a lot of friends that don't have kids. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, that's really strange. Because in is. the beginning, I only it's... hung out with people who had kids. I think I was so overwhelmed by being a parent that it was like all the time, all the time. And I only wanted to be around people that had uh, kids, too, because it made more sense. Yeah. But but now that I'm kind of in the rhythm of it, I know how to be a parent. I don't care. I don't get to hang out with you. You don't have yeah. kids. Jimmy, then you don't have kids. Of. James, doesn't <laughs> have kids. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, but the point is, like, you know, I'm, I'm still, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it works. You're still a bro. But it still works. Like, I mean, it works. And it, but now, you know, and I'm, I'm 15 years into parenting. Oof. Yeah. 15 years into jiu-jitsu, 15 years into parenting. Yeah, what was I doing 15, 16 years ago? Nothing. Just sitting. Being a comic. I was driving around in <laughs> driving a van. Around. Yeah. Living down by the river. <laughs> I was driving around in a van doing comedy. That felt so weird this last week. Going to Colorado Springs, yeah. being on the road, being in a hotel, having a rental car, going and training with uh, Marcelo Mata at a different yeah, how spot. How was that, man? We, we'll talk about that. But Yeah, that's cool. That guy was cool. He was a nice guy. He's a friend with Marcelo Montieros, who's a guy that I know. Uh, De La Hiva Black Belt. Who's, like, if you ever watch a De La Hiva video... Uh, technique video. Yeah. The the Uki's always uh, Marcelo. What? Yeah, it's like his buddy. That's mm-hmm. cool, man. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, they grew up together in this little town. It was called uh, man. What did he call it? Uh, the town is a uh, little mountain town. And uh, anyway, uh, they were. I guess they're really tight. They were under Carlson. Oh, nice. And he was under Carlson. Yeah. yeah. So uh, 
Yeah, and he just had some good jujitsu. He's a little dude. They call him Guadinho. Uh, Guadinho. Oh, no, Guadinha. Guadinha. Yeah, little guard. Little guard. Yeah, they call him little guard. He's a, <laughs> he's a little dude, but I guess his guard's pretty tough. Yeah. And um, and so he we worked on um, what do we we worked on some of the same some uh, side control uh, or no north south escape or side con- control escapes and stuff you know like pin, or actually no we were working on the attack from the top and w- how to transition yeah and um and which was cool because it answered what we've been doing Monday and then Tuesday you know what I mean yeah yeah As like, they, like the oh my two God. lessons work together yeah that's awesome dude. and uh, and I and I got <clears throat> oh. I was with this one dude who's like uh, just he's like me only just like a l- little larger and stronger. Uh-huh. So yeah, so it was cool because I was uh, so I was thinking short. oh I'm just gonna use my framing and and all the and he had kind of shorter limbs and was able to kind of get in on me and stuff and he was his grips were twice as strong as mine Ooh. and yeah which was crazy if he got something in nogi um, um, I'm I couldn't get out like yeah. he got one grip I couldn't get out of one and I'm like wow that's something okay so so I had to like think about that and I'm gonna move him with it but um but he had really really good structure and base and he had, he had some really good jujitsu nice man real nice. clean and I go hey man you're really strong people tell you you're really strong huh and I go yeah and that's crap because this is legit jujitsu yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh man I always hate when oh you're so strong you're so strong but you're but- as a big guy you hear that you're like and Jan- that was crazy James was actually talking about that it's like yesterday yeah. it's, it's kind of one of those like it's an slap, slap in the face is like oh you're so well crazy. like I'm you're not so doing strong. anything right yeah, yeah like, well, no, no no that's structure that's yeah. why I feel strong like, you should feel strong at 120 pounds so yeah. whatever then I one thing I keep James keeps saying man you got strong hips I'm like I, I don't know how to take this mm. I'm so confused <laughs> strong hips yeah well that actually is a thing. <laughs> that is a, there. You can't have. I. You know what I mean. Well, he's trying to like. You know, he was taking my back and trying to pry me open. I'm like, not happening. Mm-hmm. No. So that's the thing. In defense, you can be strong and not be necessarily technical. It could be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I. I. I would say that like a guy could seem really strong in defense, where because you're trying to use like crank his torque on his. Uh, his shoulder torque. or his hip, the torque that he has in his yeah. shoulder or hip to open it up and in a in a technical way, and you can't get it, and you're yes. like, oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. you're like a clam, <laughs> <laughs> and clams are very strong. I, I thought I was more of an oyster, but uh, uh, you're whatever. a clam. You're a clam. I'm a clam. I make a good chowder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 that was such a oh man! That was such I don't a stupid joke. Means, but it sounds so gross. Clam chowder. Yeah, no, I get what you mean, but yeah. <laughs> but the point is that like this guy's really strong, and then he goes after we got done rolling because I was trying to knee shield him and use the frame thing. Yeah, kind of. But I wasn't elongating my body, so I kept letting him get my head, and I forgot to do that. And then at the end of the roll, I remembered. I'm like. I just kept letting him get my head. Don't you hate that? Well, it was just one technical thing that he, and then he was like, hey, man, what if you, and I was like, I already knew what I was doing. So I was like, all right. Oh, I got so it. you just dismissed him. Uh, no, so I didn't dismiss him. Oh, oh call no, him I just, No, no, no. I didn't dismiss him. I listened to him. But I knew what the what the formula was that I was forgetting was the head. Yeah. I had to address the head first. It's like when somebody goes in for a choke and you don't get their hands off, all the rest of the shit you're not doing doesn't matter because yeah. you didn't address the number one. So anyway, the point was that, uh, he was very kind to me, and he goes, hey, um, you know what might work for you because the way you move and stuff? Because I did get top uh, – I, I approached top position with him at one time um, on a sweep. Down? I swept him and – huh? Did he say No, he didn't down? say that. <laughs> he said a body lock pass would work really well for you. Mm. And he was right. Um, and so we, we drilled it a little, and he showed me some technique he uses for it and stuff. Nice. But it was cool because he, knew, he recognized we had the same body type and that there's some things that work for him that might work for me, and he gave me a, a nice little gem, you know? 
Nice, dude. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that's awesome. I really like that, man. When you go places. I, I, and... I, that's one thing I love, man. Like, when you go, like, different schools and people are actually dope. They're like, oh, hey, man. They're really friendly and all that stuff. And then they actually mean it. It's so cool. They had a really interesting uh, training method, too, where they would Ooh. stand up. Uh, we, we did stand-up drills. Yeah. Remember I was telling you we did the stand-up drills with, uh, without takedowns? We just did hand fighting? Yeah. And you find positions, and then, you know, that's all it was, was hand fighting, trying to get ties and different yeah. things. It was really cool. And uh, it was, and it's a hell of a workout, man. We're sweating, and uh, and we did a bunch of that. We did a double leg setup, um, double leg setups. Um, and one guy that I was working with was a ex uh, wrestler had been re- had wrestled a lot, so he showed me some really good um, kind of detailed nice movement in that uh, you know arm drag to double. You know, yeah. when you tuck the arm inside, so you you got got his arm trapped in. Um, and then the other thing was that they did was he would seat all the upper belts uh, against the wall and all the white belts, because he had a lot of white belts, were all on the wall. And he goes, okay, go ahead, guys, pick a white belt. Ah. And so, so we went and we had to pick a white belt to go train with. <laughs> and this happened like six times, and I'm like, I'm only rolling with white belts. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then I knew at the end he'd be like, okay, guys, now you fight each other. you know. So I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then now we're all tired and, uh, you know. We're we, using technique instead of strength. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty smart. And, um must be a Carlson thing, you know. I've done that before. It's pretty interesting. I like it. I like it. I like that. And yeah. I like I like doing positional drills only. Ooh. Yeah. Um, you know who used to do that was, uh, I don't know if you did it every time, but every time I was ever there, um, training with the spider, um, uh, Roberto Travern up yeah, in, in Atlanta. He, he used to do that. Like, I, I haven't mm-hmm. been up there in years. So oh, I yeah. Think. You trained under him, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That dude did that positional drill stuff. Remember upstairs? Did you ever go to that place upstairs in Sandy Springs? Yeah, dude. Oh, you did? So, all right. So I that, bet you. How much you want to bet we met there? I almost guarantee we did. I can't because I went several times when I would play the Funny Farm up there in Atlanta, Northern Atlanta. Yeah, up in the Sandy Springs. Sandy Springs, and what, then I what? would go and I would train there, and and it was upstairs, no AC. All they had was a fan. We were hot, and that dude was like training like we we're all going to be in the UFC. Like, yeah, we had to go. I mean, we, I was dying, dude. So that was so I was an affiliate off of that school. That was knuckle up. Uh, that was knuckle up. Oh, okay. And then you were downtown. Knuckle that, up was downtown. That was Sandy Springs. Oh, really? So I had trained out of, uh, out of the one in Woodstock in like 2006. Okay. And then we started training all together. And then that one shut down. They opened a new school in the same area. Yeah. Then some financial stuff happened. You know, financial crash of '08. Oh yeah. Then they shut down. So I was in another school in Kennesaw. Yeah. And then that school got shut down. Jeez. And then my buddy started his own gym, and then that's how I kind of met through Travin. Oh, okay. So the, well, we wouldn't have met then because no. I was only there like 2005, six, seven, like that. Where yeah, I would yeah. go in there. Well, yeah. that was probably yeah. Damn, damn you've been doing jujitsu longer than I have. Fifteen years. Wow. Weird, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I took you know three years off when yeah, Gray was born. Yeah, kids. And- well, and then in, in I've told this story before, but it was really weird. I moved to L.A. and I was like, I didn't. You couldn't find a gym. I didn't. Yeah, no, I could have. You can't. What do you mean? You couldn't find a gym. <laughs> so yeah, I was training with some kid across the street, and I broke his teeth, and then uh, and he had to go get. He had a bridge and broke you told the bridge. Me about that. Yeah, yeah, and his parents were mad at me. Anyway, so you were training with he kids. Was seventeen. He was garage? seventeen. He was 17. He was tough as nails. And he was a good athlete, and he liked it, but I wasn't doing it right. I didn't know how to do it right. So I was just fighting him and then letting him <laughs> fight back and see what happens, you know. So that was a blue belt. And uh, I was like, come on, we'll do this. And, like, you know, anyway. I oh, no, his back, teeth. caught his teeth and uh, messed him up. Oh, so um, so then we stopped training together <laughs> as much. And then, um, and then 
uh, I, I found that guy, you know, yeah. Mario Aiello, and I, I and somebody said, yeah, he's a Sacred City. Remember that story? <laughs> you remember that? Yes. Sacred City. Sacred yeah. City. Because yeah, I was at a, a, a yeah, Brazilian yeah, barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my guy, my guy, he's named, he named uh, Mario Ayalo. He, he teaches jiu-jitsu. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a Brazilian <laughs> waiter tells me this. <laughs> he's owned a Sacred City. I'm like, okay. So I start looking for Sacred City. And I can't find a store called oh Sacred City. God. And I don't know what he means. So I'm looking. And look, I go to L.A. I'm like asking yeah. around. And I go to these. I was going to karate places. You ever heard of Sacred City? And they're like, no. Sacred City jiu-jitsu. Or like, turns out he was working at Circuit City as a salesman. <laughs> Three years later, I find him because I pull into this driveway in the parking lot at Sacred at Sacred City, and there's this car. It says Mario Aiello Jiu Jitsu. It has like a it has like this crazy Wolverine with like <laughs> his logo is this horrible, not bad, but just like scary looking logo. Remember where they all the. Lo- Logos look like that, man. Mm, it was like the Tasmanian yeah. Devil. Yeah, it was like Baja. a pit bull with sharp teeth <laughs> yeah. and like venom and fangs. And you're, you're like, like ah! what yeah, is going on here? and slashing knives. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, Jiu-Jitsu looks horrible. And then you get in there and they're like, okay, everybody take it easy. <laughs> I was looking at the logo. I don't think we're allowed to. <laughs> Come on, guys. Why you fight it so hard? Because your logo. You have a Wolverine you look- fighting another Wolverine. Yeah, your logo says we're supposed to kill each other. <laughs> wow. I'll be attacked by a shark. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know why you guys got to fight so hard. It's about the technique. Look at your logo, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Logos make everything. It's true, though, right? Yeah, dude. So, oh. so uh, yeah, so that's so I could tell by you know it caught my eye because I yeah. know jujitsu. I'm like, just that's got to be a jujitsu logo, and I read it. Sure enough, Marcelo Aiello, or I mean uh, Mario Aiello, and uh, Aiello. Mario Aiello jujitsu, you know, like that. And I was like, oh, sacred Circuit City, this isn't Sacred City. So, oh so then I go in there, and uh, they oh he's at lunch, you know. So he left with his wife to lunch, yeah. or something, so he wasn't there. And then I kept missing him. I called the number on the car. He never called me back. Another year later, I mean, literally, this is like a three-year courtship, and I finally—he really wanted to make sure you wanted to get into the Wolverine Jiu Jitsu. I finally show up at his place, and I trained with him and stuff. Then we had all kinds of other rocky things happen. It was really trippy, <laughs> but then we became brothers, and I love him, you know. And yeah. Yeah. Like a daddy to me, kind of in a way, Aww. and then he came here with me when I came to check out this place. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. I did not know that. When I came to check out Savannah, he, he and I flew here together. What? And we went. We spent like uh, a week together. We went down to Jacksonville. Did a um, did a uh, a seminar down there, and uh, and then we came back up here and. Um, and we and we just hung out, man. Went to the beach. And nice. Like, and yeah, we didn't train. Uh, and uh, but we checked out a few things. And I don't know if James was rolling. I think James was work. It had a academy then. Yeah. But we didn't go to it. And um, I knew that I tried to find it. Couldn't find. I don't know. I couldn't find or something. Yeah. And then. Um, and then we were we were more interested in the Bluffton one, which was member of the Bluffton. Yeah, one? yeah, Rhodes. Rhodes. Formerly yeah. Rhodes. We're like, let's check out Rhodes. And yeah. then I trained with uh, there was a guy Dennis Rousseau 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 Dennis Rousseau Rousseau I, or something yeah anyway he was under he was under that guy and so I trained uh, I was talking to him a lot on Facebook or whatever and mm. we never did really hook up and train and then I finally came into the academy uh, he invited me to come train with you guys yeah Dennis did okay. and then uh, and that's how I ended up in there at the one on Victory the little tiny oh my academy God, that place was so and you were a purple belt yeah I just got your purple belt maybe no no, no. Not. you were purple well, belt a long time I've been a purple belt for, I was a purple belt for a long I was a purple belt for since 2000, I think almost 2010. 
Oh, that's a weird trajectory. So you were you did what I did, where you're like just sort of sat around a purple belt. For yeah, that. yeah, for a long time. Yeah, you know, you hear people like, "Oh, I'm not getting enough strides," and they're white belt. I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I was a purple belt for a long time, guys. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear nothing. Mm-hmm. I earned my dang thing." Did you um, what? Why did you ever take time off? Jiu-jitsu? Did you yeah, I did completely. I did. Yeah, uh, when I was going through the academy, and when I was oh, uh, what academy? Uh, fire Academy. Fire Academy. And when I was, you know, a rookie, I really didn't train that much. How and many? How long is the Fire Academy? Uh, three, four months. Oh, okay. Then I took about a year off, so you know, fourteen months. Wow. Whatever. Okay, that's a lot of time. Yeah. When you came back, how did it feel? Weird. It's really? like yeah, when you're trying to get your body back to moving again. Yeah. And I was a lot heavier. Like I got, oh. I got up to like three hundred pounds. Holy crammity. Yeah. So when that happens, don't you, uh, don't you like hurt yourself? I probably did. I hurt him. I hurted. You hurt him? I hurt him myself. I, I hurt myself. Man. I did. I hurt myself. Uh, um, just coming back this time. Yeah, you popped a rib. Popped a rib. You know, yeah. you were trying to muscle things too much. Nah, yeah. you know, I was trying to stretch out. Like I was trying to do that <laughs> uh, that weird like pendulum sweep. Yeah, yeah, but I did it. I did it all wrong because I had my body's out of practice. Yeah, and I popped just, my own rib. It's so weird when your body gets out of practice mm-hmm. with certain things. Yeah, certain little movements. You're like, oh yeah, this is how I shrimp again. By the Crap. way, I don't panic when I hurt myself anymore. Yeah, really? Yeah, I used to panic. I used to have like an emotional reaction when I would hurt, get hurt. Like, I I emo- like pop a knee or like yeah. something would happen, ankle, you know, something that I know like, oh, there we go. I'm not training for a few weeks at least. At least, <laughs> You know, like when that happens, I have this like – I used to have an emotional reaction to that. And now I don't. Um, th- for example, uh, this happened to me uh, just the other day when I was in Colorado Springs. We were doing the stand-up stuff and I cranked really hard and yeah. I popped one of my back ribs out of place. Yeah, it cool. felt like I it felt like I slipped a disc. Yeah, like it literally was like ah oh, pain shooting down my left side, and like the whole thing was. But I knew it was in my rib cage, kind of, <laughs> and it was in my back. And and I was like, God, if it feels like it's in my rib cage on my back, I got a popped rib. I'm yeah. sure of it. So I traveled for I did went and did the show, but I could still feel it. Couldn't take a deep breath. And then I got uh, got on a plane, <laughs> sat on a plane, tried to sleep, couldn't like yeah, got no yeah. sleep. Came in, I'm like I'm going straight to training. Um, after and sure enough, I did the four o'clock for the kids, yeah. five o'clock for the kids, and I hung out w- during the five o'clock kids class. I didn't teach with Jimmy. I I you just hung went out. to the mat. Yeah. Remember that? Oh wait, were you there I, for that Wednesday? Yeah, I, you were. Yeah, that was the day that we trained. Yeah. So I lit. I uh, I asked Jimmy when he when he uh, in between classes. I go, hey man, you got to put your knee on my back right now. I go, you got to just put it right here, right here. You know, he moved around a little, bit. and then he started putting a lot of probably like, pop, pop. Yeah, and it went pop, pop, pop. My back went crack, crack, oh. crack, and my and my rib went tunk. Right back, and in. I'm like, whoa! And then I, and then I, then the muscles were super sore, and I rolled them out with a water bottle, and I rolled nice. them out with a, with a hard like water bottle, a metal one, and I kept doing it, kept doing it, and by the by the time class started, I couldn't feel it anymore at all. Nice, gone. Dude. So like, you, so like, I'm learning that I can fix myself on some things. You can, you, know? you can. I mean, so that that eliminates the panic. Yeah, it just, I mean, a lot of times, I'll I'll pop something, I look at it, I'm like, oh, well, oh, cool, keep going. Like, uh, like, what's his head when he busted his arm? Oh, uh, Jacare. Yeah, I, if I, I swear, if I ever busted Woo! my arm like that, I'd probably be like, ah, yeah. I'd be freaking Remember out. Remember when Henzo, when it happened to Henzo yeah. with uh, Sakuraba, and he like snapped it, and then he looks down, and he's like, oh, good move, man. He's like, <laughs> that is the craziest. He's congratulating him. That is the craziest. Nice fight. We yeah. can fight. There's we like fight. two guys holding his arm. He's like, nice to fight, bro. Let's keep fight. <laughs> uh, no, but like, you do kind of lose that. Like panicness. Oh, cool! It's broken. Uh, okay, cool. It's a thing. It's gonna heal. It happens. Yeah. I remember one time I popped my knee really bad because I let my knee um, 
I, I had a, <laughs> I reached under my ankle to grab uh, Brooks' collar. Remember Brooks? Yes. He's a strong guy. And, yeah. I, and I reached under, and I had uh, my ankle was across here, and my oh. knee was out here, and I had his collar, and he went out that way, and, and I held onto it. And uh, James was standing right there watching, and right before he said something, my knee went, and he's like, oh, hey, man. <laughs> he goes, I was going to say something, because I was wondering why you're letting your, yeah. an, why you're, you're letting your knee drift past that line. Oh. And it popped, and it popped good, bro. And it stretched all kinds of stuff, and like it, it you know, it was a good six months before yeah, and- it was like I could bend down on it, right? Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It damaged, you know, it tore like you know, probably tore. There was sweat micro tears in the ACL or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it was like set in the center because I could feel it when I would bend down to so like what, get what something. What knee was it? Right knee. All no, right. not my right knee or my left knee. All right, I'm gonna attack both of them now. It was my weenie. <laughs> <laughs> big setup no no it was it was my right knee all right i'm attacking that right knee now hard go for it it's stronger than ever now <laughs> it's like when you break a bone and then it comes back better yeah yeah uh, you're looking at steel, I had, right i got my my right knee actually i i um i didn't tap to a knee bar once because when i was a uh, when i was a blue belt i didn't realize what was happening i was like oh i can wiggle out of this and this guy had a legit knee bar and it and it um it hyperextended oh, and man. um and I wasn't able to bend down and play with Grayson for the first year of his life. <laughs> it happened right before I yeah. quit doing jujitsu, like because of, you know, Grayson being born and all that stuff. My wife was like, I'm not doing the jujitsu widow again with a, another kid. Yeah. So as soon as that <clears throat> it was right before I stopped doing jujitsu and sure enough, pop, you know, that knee went but the it didn't pop. Widow. It just hyperextended like yeah. where it went crunch crunch. And then um and I couldn't bend down on that knee. Oh, yeah, and dude. it was a solid year, like eight months. Yeah, a year. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a normal, like you know. <laughs> but I never got it treated or looked at it with an MRI, anything. So, no. and it's fine. I don't have limitations. I don't jog, so I don't know if that's a Jogging? thing. You know how people jog and they're like, oh, my left knees are loose. I'm like, is it? See, yeah, I jog. My whole my whole body's just loose. You can't jog. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why I is guess. it sucking? I jog to the uh, from the car to this to the burrito place. The only time I jog if I see somebody on the on the squat rack and I'm about to do squats. You jog over there. <laughs> that's mine. No, stop it. I've never seen uh, that guy move so fast. <laughs> somebody was trying to take the fifties. <laughs> he, wa- he wants to curl. <laughs> Good God! <laughs> what do you curl, bro? Have you ever? Do you ever do that? Where you're oh like, oh, what God. do you bench? I don't I, even know what I bench. You know what you bench? I, don't be it. Don't say it. Do you? I know. You don't uh, know the amount, right? I I know roughly the amount. But you do? I, yeah. I don't even roughly know the amount. The thing is, I just don't bench. I I haven't maxed out in years. Oh, okay. But yeah. like the. The way I've been lifting it, the progression is getting really high, and I'm like, I'm getting a little scared. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jimmy's getting a little bit thicker he is. and more muscular. He's getting his... And that's scaring me because I think his cardio is going to pay the price if he doesn't slow it down a little bit. He's getting thicker. Oh, well, I mean, the guy who's training him, uh, Drew McKenzie, he trains with us. Drew's badass, man. He will keep his cardio good. I hope he does. Yes. Well, I mean, there's only so much you can do. The more mass you have, you're going to lose some cardio. Yeah, of course. And that Jimmy happens. doesn't need a lot of mass. He's got so much structure and length. He, yeah, but I mean, he is getting older. As we all get older, we all get that. Mo- we get more, you know, mature muscle, old man muscle to be to be a fact. old man strength. Yeah, yeah. So you don't need muscle tissue for that. It helps, man. Mm-mm. It helps. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's all in the tendons. The old man strength's in the tendons. Yes, and the support muscles. That's where I can tell you that because I have it. <laughs> you know, when I was strongest, right. when I was absolutely strongest, was thirty-five years old. 
strongest I ever was. 35 to 38, the strongest I ever was by far. Which means you are going to be able to bend steel in two years. Heck yeah. <laughs> that is the goal. Horseshoes. You're 33, right? Yeah, I'm about to be 33. So in, in a couple of years, you're just going to keep getting stronger, bro. You should. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That, that, judging by my experience, anyway, I don't know if that's if it's Get applies, on the Hughes and, you know. The Hughes. So, yeah, okay. no. But I think, but I think that's kind of normal for people to be, yeah. you know, peak, men to peak in strength at between 35 and 40. That's Heck pretty normal. Heck yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get them hips going. Yeah. Strong hips. A powerful human. <laughs> but I really was. I remember thinking, like, I remember tripping on how strong I was at some at one point when I what first started jujitsu. Like, well, like, I would grab something and, like, I needed, you know, just normal everyday stuff where you have to, like, tear a bag open or yeah. something. I'd be like, rip. <laughs> and I'd be like, holy oh. moly. Yeah, ah. like, I just had, I was learning leverage through jujitsu because it was early in jujitsu. So I was learning about yeah. leverage a little bit, too, and how I could use my whole body to do stuff and use my back to open the the chip bag <laughs> <laughs> you were that guy you using, were that guy like I was using i'm opening this chip bag. open chips yeah Yo, hand me. i got it oh, i got it nah, i got it oh you need that coke bottle I open got i got you i got I'm you. a blue belt watch this, watch i this. can open that yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh you need a it's a pry type i got you i got you yeah. watch the, watch how i use this leverage yeah 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 pop tops wait wait, yeah, wait my bad I, my elbow was out, so... Uh, bro, ah. that's, bro, that's not... Bro, that's not twist off. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, <laughs> just re- break the glass. <laughs> I'm going to need oh. some stitches, but otherwise it's open. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> if my skin was only as strong as my tendons. <laughs> oh, my God. No, the more, the more research I do about lifting and all that, because... I, I I try not to come out with a dumb approach, like you know, big meathead style. Oh, I go I go in gym, lift heavyweight. It's hard to not be competitive with yourself. Oh, it I, and others. It is, but I mean, you never you're never the strongest guy at your gym. Mm. There's always somebody stronger than you, or you know, whatever. Like, you, there's a guy who lives up the street from me who yeah. goes to your to our gym to the Y. Do you yeah. go to the Y? I don't go to the Y anymore. Oh, but that dude six nine. Yeah. Yeah, like, you're, you're, you're yeah, like, yeah, like proportionally yoked, and you're like, all right, I'm just never get. Yeah, no, but yeah, he's never, always gonna need all those weights. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like you're never the strongest guy in the gym, and some people are, but the, you know, unless you're like doing world strongman, super powerlifting. All oh, that. right, yeah, there's those guys. Yeah, all oh, right, some there's always Iceland. There's always you know, somebody and everybody stronger. in Iceland can out- yeah. the women can outlift yeah, you. Yeah, you're like, yeah, but my wife uh, could lift that. One thing, <laughs> one thing I've been doing is like, yeah, you know, I'm a yes, my muscles can lift. A certain amount of weight, but like you said, your tendons, man. That's what can your tendons lift them exactly. Yeah, and one thing I've researched and I've been looking at is how long it takes for your tendons to catch up to your muscles. Yeah, it's, it's a good so you can when you first start lifting or doing something, your muscles can grow in two weeks bigger, faster, stronger. Now, can your tendons? No, it takes two months. So, when I'm lifting and I just finished lifting, I was like. All right, so I got to stay at this weight for two months. Two, two months, yeah. Even if you okay, now even you can if manage it's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, and that's that's how, what I've been doing, and that's why like my bench is probably not where it needs to be or whatever. Can you feel it when you're when you're exposing yourself to injury when you when you're yes. overdoing it? Can yes. you feel tension in the tendons? Can you feel soreness in the tendons, or does that not happen until they actually tear? I, I can feel it some days. <clears throat> yeah, like you know what gets me mostly compression. What? Compression. Yeah, it's not so much like. Uh, <clears throat> you know, with jujitsu, um, it used to be, I, I used to think, oh man, I'm getting extended or whatever, no, no, but no. actually <clears throat> it's compression. So like if I'm, if I'm under you, I noticed if I'm rolling with you and I allow myself, um, 
to like you know like hey I'm working on defense from bottom yeah. and you you know go ahead put it on me and uh, but the compression on the elbow while I'm trying to frame you if I'm not in a good structural spot and I'm using you know and I'm using uh, those elbows those elbows are getting compressed that's that gives me the most soreness hmm. I get I get really achy and sore in my elbows otherwise if I'm using proper <laughs> structure did you just inhale that no, you are it. so gross okay so uh, it, but that's where it comes from. It doesn't come from like I, I mean. I guess if you get hyperextended, yeah, it hurts. Maybe sore for a minute, but um, no, I feel that compression. I, I feel you when. So you know what I mean? Yeah, like if you have, somebody has you like you're this, framing wrong. Yeah. If I'm rolling with James, basically, yeah, uh, he's making you frame wrong. Yeah, that's the thing. Like he <laughs> he goes today. He was like, I was like, I keep. I'm like. I'm enamored with or falling in love with the hip frame yeah. with my elbow, and I, I frame on the hip a lot. But I frame here, here, like a little past the yeah. forearm onto the wrist almost. And he's like, bro, what are you doing? He, like you, why are you I, doing that? When I first started training with him, that's one thing he brought to my attention. Yeah, use the tip of your elbow or the center of your forearm, yeah. and that way you have structure. But, I mean, if you're going to use your muscles and tendons, like, that's a wrap. Yeah, and you're going to run out of energy, and then you're like – why am I so tired? Right. Or you're going to feel that compression pain. So if yeah. you're feeling pain, you're doing it wrong. Yes. And that's what I've noticed. Like I'm playing defense with you. I was noticing the compression and that's why I was like, man, something's wrong with, I don't know where to be. <laughs> and he kept saying that too. You don't know where to be. Yeah. Like you, you just keep like, you don't, you can defend yourself, but you don't know where to be to make that better. Like you're mm. just there. So that keeps happening. And, and uh, now we're, that's what I've been working on. Yes. This time back now, like I'm here, I'm here till it's till I die, you know. Yeah. So and I feel like that's what I got to work on now is where to be. I just got to know where to be, and the rest of it's gonna kind of come together that's based what on what I've me. learned before and what I'm learning. And then like, it's crazy. Like, I, so you know, I've I'm almost a black belt. Let's let's put it out there. You're almost a black belt. Yeah. What does that mean? Four stripes. And you, have got, four, you have four stripes? Yeah, four stripes. Who gave homie? you the stripes? James Fenizio, sir. Nuh-uh. No. No, but I'm just saying this for <laughs> people that don't know, like, that are outside of our, you know, gym group. And one thing that I was worried about and I, I've looked into is, you know, like, you hear about these guys. Oh, I, you know, old school karate guys. I was a black belt in karate and this, that, the other. It's like, why'd you stop, though? Yeah, 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 right. Isn't that funny? Like, uh, oh, I got my black belt. And then you just... No. So... How are those arts not lifelong pursuits? Well... Because they're not. So it happens with jiu-jitsu as well. You you hear guys who, oh, yeah, I got his, they got their black belt. And next thing you know, they kind of stop and oh, they stop training as hard or... <laughs> purple belt, you mean. <laughs> there is the that, no, that adage that the so, purple belt, you know. Purple belt, blue belt, any yeah. belt. But the main thing about it, and this is from listening to... Um, Lex Friedman and John Donahar. Uh-huh. The, 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 what they pointed out was such who? a true... John who? John Donahar. Donahar? Donahar. Who, who is that? I'm just joking. Wouldn't it be funny if anybody in the world didn't, in jiu-jitsu didn't know who that was right now? <laughs> but no, like, one <laughs> thing like, they were saying that is... That guy's so innocent. <laughs> <laughs> no, he sounds like a straight psychopath. Yes. Yes. Tell me about it, Paul Gabriel. <laughs> no, but like... One thing they were saying is like how 12 minutes, Paul Gableman. <laughs> Go ahead. They were <laughs> they were talking about how people get bored with it. Like that's one of the reasons it's either injury or people how? get bored. They shut themselves off to the new information, to the new information. They get their game and they get it where they want. Yeah. And they're done. And me and James yeah, Gordon was talking about that, too. How like uh, guys get like then they just start getting more and more roids. Yeah. And see, <laughs> yeah. Well, me and James were talking about that last night and I was like, man, I, 
I love finding like we were talking about sp- the small details. That's where you got to look. The small details. The hey, what? How can I make myself a better blade? How can I make myself a better weapon? How, how about this? How can I make myself suck right now? Yes, I'm doing really good at this. What's going to make it suck? That's better. Yeah. What is better? What am I not doing that would be better that would make what I'm doing suck? So so that I can get better than I that yeah. I am now. Why do you think I've been doing the that Dagestani handcuff to people? All right. So maybe that's it. I'm sorry. Uh, well, because I'm like, all right, if I can be dominant in this position, I need to learn how to be not how I I can get out so I can see how I can get other people into the position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, if you look at what a Dagestani handcuff is, it's like. Um, the hip hip pressure on the wrist and hold it, isn't it? Or what? Kind of. What I'm doing is I'm lacing the legs, so I'm putting it like a yeah. I'm riding the oh, hip. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. I throw your leg over. As I do that, I'm putting I'm stapling your leg to the ground. Yes. The next thing I'm trying to do is trying to grab your hand, your far hand, sit on the ground mm-hmm. with my same that same hand. So if it's a, if I'm if you're facing left, your shoulder your left shoulder's on the ground. Yeah. I'm trying to grab your left hand with my left hand. Yeah. So it kind of gets you in a really you know, sucky position. Yeah, yeah, you're stuck. You're stuck. Pinned a little, yeah. Yeah, you're that. pinned. Then the options you have from there are kind of limited, but you have to move or you're just going to get stuck there and yeah. lose. Yeah. So that, that's what you're saying. You're experimenting with that. And maybe there was a more dominant position you had before that, but now you're doing that. Yeah. And it's actually closed off some of your other options. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. I think that's important in jujitsu, and why maybe maybe this is what we were stumbling into that I'm sure somebody's already discovered once, but we, it's good to hear it out loud. Yeah. When people get into the higher belts or the higher level of jujitsu, they stop learning because things are working out, and um, and what we have to do at that point is then say, what is it that I'm not Listen. doing that I can do that would interrupt this thing that works for me, yeah, so that I can then get worse at it, and then get, as I dial it in, become better than I was when I started. Yes. Which, yeah. that And that's almost like the only learning left at some point, right? Yeah, and you just... You got to go back. It's like uh, James said, oh, that, that move I put up on the shelf because it wasn't working for me. I got to take it down out. off the shelf, reintroduce it, make myself suck, and figure out how this is yeah, right. That's, <clears throat> better. That's what I've been trying to do. Yeah. It's fun i love it i but you're competitive i am competitive you are extremely competitive i can be very you can be very competitive but i've been putting that on the <laughs> you I, are competitive <laughs> I am. sorry go ahead but you're I've been, very competitive Paul. <laughs> I've, been putting, I've been trying to put that on the shelf a little bit more please do no no I, it, it's still a good thing it is a good thing because it's, it's funny you got to have it to drive you sometimes yeah like well one thing i i say to the white belts is like hey man you're getting better, making the blue belts better, making the purple belts better, making the brown belts better, making the black belt better, making you better. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a big circle, man. Well, what I was going to say about a you being competitive, I notice it in you because I do it. <laughs> I notice it in you because I do it. And it's uh, this weird trying to not win the role, but I want, <laughs> I want to not, um, like, I don't know. I, you hear it in people how they assess their role after a role with somebody. Yeah, yeah, and and they're like, oh, I was just working on blah blah blah, or or like uh, you know that was yeah. You're making excuse. You audibly make an excuse to yourself for something <laughs> that you did wrong or did whatever instead of just being and just saying, let's go back there, um, do that again. Let me find my spot, whatever, and just not who care. Don't talk about it. like what. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter who you tap. It doesn't matter what you say. 
Yeah. I'm saying it matters like how you react physically. Like when you and I got in that weird position, for example, and you caught and you had my leg. Yeah. And I, I had I had been approaching an arm bar <laughs> and you were able to secure my leg. I should have, rather than going, ah, hey, the bell stopped and I was headed towards something and then I was gonna try to work that foot loose or whatever was gonna happen. Yeah. I should have said, please, can we take a second and go back one step and let me find where you caught that foot. Yeah, I didn't do that because I was thinking too much about the fact that I actually had advanced a position on you and I was super proud of myself. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to high five you and be like, hey, I'm not so bad after all. But I, I messed up because I missed an opportunity. <laughs> but I missed an opportunity to learn something. Yeah, no, and that's, that's one my thing. competitive nature allowed, uh, you know, interrupted my ability to learn something. Because mm. in that moment was the moment. That yeah. was the moment to stop right there when the bell went off and go, oh, Paul, Paul, you caught my foot. Hang on. Let's go back two steps. <laughs> where did I give you this foot thing? Yeah, where? Did, how did that start? And how could I have done that more? A little more because you were you had to do it. Yeah, you, yeah, you had to. <laughs> I just had to. Well, no, I'm no. saying, had you not done that, my I could have advanced my position. Yeah. So I I just ignored that part and was just happy that I that I somehow got close to an armbar with you. So one thing I've been doing with my when I roll now is I just want to say it one more time. I got close to an armbar with you. Got, yeah. If anybody's watching, I did, really. But that's go ahead. competitive nature coming out. <laughs> no, but like that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like stupid. Now there's some days where you know what? I will hit, I have a submission on people and I give it up. I'll yeah. give up submissions just cuz just cuz I want to keep especially like lower belts like I'll get a submission, I'll have like a good guillotine. I'm like Okay, I'm gonna let this go because I know. What oh, it is. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm switching the position. But but there's some also some benefit in flowing from thing to thing yeah, to yeah, thing yeah. to thing and, and dominating that's, a, that's a wipeout and do. use stuff and like and then like finish and not hard but like catch it and go and be like, all right. So if everything's correct, I should be able to completely overwhelm then, this guy with technique. Yeah, and then what you're but talking but about, then you got to let them work. Then what you're talking about, is, and that's what I try to do with like lower belts, and I'll try to work on like you know obvious little small parts of my game where I need to work on. But like what you're talking about, and I get that. Like I get that some days where I'm like, man, I had such a crappy roll Cause I almost had this, I almost had this toe hold or I had this toe hold. Then I let go of it. Cause I was like, yeah, I'm going to be nice. Yeah. Well, that's you know every what? toe hold you've ever caught on me, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, ha and you let go of it. I'm like, you could have finished that for sure. Oh, no, dude. Yeah. Like, it's you never finish them on me. <laughs> no, I mean you. Not not that you can't. I'm saying you always catch them and show me like I'm gonna rip your foot off, and I'm like, got well, it. I check. I do that sometimes, and sometimes you know what? That could be detrimental to me because I mean, especially being trying to be more competitive in you know jujitsu tournaments, world, tournaments, and you need to go all the way through. Yeah, sometimes I sometimes you just got to finish. But with lower belts, there's this this danger happens. Don't like what happened rank. yesterday. Yesterday, Grant got caught. Oh. Uh, there was a little scramble going on with him and Justin. Yeah. Uh, the FBI guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Justin caught his heel. Yeah, and uh, and and I think they're moving too fast because you know how they both kind of scramble. They move. They kind of – they're both kind of athletic. Yeah. Grant doesn't get hurt that often, but his knee popped like a knuckle. Not not, not like – I don't think there was a tear. No, no, I, got, I was going to call and check on him today to find out. Pop, but, yeah. But the scary part of that was that they were both moving fast because they both move fast. Yeah. Sometimes you got to slow it down, guys. Well, here's the deal. If you're doing heel stuff, um, th- the problem is we don't know that until we know that. And, yeah. and I don't think as you're learning it, you don't really know that. You're like, oh, hey, I got it. Meanwhile, this guy's scrambling around and moving. There's a good chance Grant turned the wrong, the way. wrong way or did something to because he didn't slip. 
Yeah. And he's a big, strong dude. He didn't move in on him. He didn't slip it. He said the guy kind of torqued it. So there was like a kind of a little sort of like no man's land there where who knows who's responsible for that. When we get in that area, I have great reverence because I feel like I don't know enough to know how to scramble here. So I'm not doing that. Well, it's on. I got the first time. The first time it happened to me was with James where he was like, dude, he had to let go of one. So he didn't tear my knee because I literally turned the wrong way. So when it comes down to any submission and it's a 50 50 thing. So, like, what what I do with you with the toehold? Yeah. Hey, I have this. If you want to keep going, I will rip it apart. Right, right. That that's on me. Yeah. I have it now. I have to give you the most, the respect of you know yeah. respect. You either respect the to, the toehold yeah. tap or the you know submission tap, or do you try to you know be a knucklehead and not? Well, not a knucklehead. Just you you want to learn how to escape it in the yeah. moment that it's caught and you're like that's the worst thing you can yes. do just tap okay I, if you don't know how to escape something including arm bars yeah. if you don't know a true way to escape don't find a way to wiggle out cuz you're going to get hurt yeah period. period there's no exception to that no yeah you're not as soon as it's caught if you don't know what you're doing especially to escape on your joints man do not do it and and legs especially uh, no joints, especially. Man. Well, yeah, arms, knees, but, elbows. But le- I say legs, especially ankles. because most people don't have a technical way of escaping. Yeah, most people are escaping mostly through movement. Yeah, and and that movement alone can cause issues. Right. And then, so yeah, and then what I say mostly, well, the worst thing that can happen with like you know a choke is you get choked out and then you're asleep. Then you wake up, you're like, hey, what's up? I don't up? mind that. Yeah, yeah, I've had that happen. But I mean, that's also you being you know. Ignorant towards the choke and saying, "Oh, I, I can out muscle this, or I can out squirm this." Yeah. So you do also have to have reverence, and you have to be you have to have knowledge of. Okay, I'm in this choke. Sometimes, sometimes I'll let an arm by slide, where I'm like, "All right, can I get out of this?" I'm as the guy getting armbarred. I know, I I'm putting myself in danger. If I get to that point, and it it you're not going to say it out loud. Do you say damager? It's like da- damage danger. <laughs> damager. Damager. If I'm in danger about an arm bar, I'm the guy in danger. I know this. You know what? If my arm breaks, it's on me. I, I took the responsibility of saying, okay, F this. I'm not going to tap. Oh, man. And the other thing is, too, the angle. Yeah. So, like, you got, you know, a guy's got an arm bar on you, and you're like, oh, I'm going to wiggle. And then you're, you, he's got it bent. If and, he starts to turn oh, yeah. your elbow at all, j- just tap, man, because this shoulder's a delicate joint. Yeah. And and if you're trying to use your shoulder to wiggle out of a straight arm, and, and so you're going to put your shoulder a, in danger, that's even worse. So, but you, as, you know, somebody who is competitive and does, you know, try to try to be a competitor, I I know that I can be in that situation, and it could be, you know, uh, you know, 10 seconds left. Can I hold out here, or can right. I do this? Where is that point? Of, Where is that point of no yeah. return? And I I do that sometimes with a lot of people where I'm like, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm in an arm bar. You have me. I, I will say, dead to rights, you have me. But At that point, just ex- just go gradually forward with the submission so that I can see where the yeah. line's drawn. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Don't explode. Yeah, don't ex- <laughs> don't explode on your submissions unless you're going 100% on a street fight yeah. or a tournament or whatever. Can I say you explode into a setup, yes. I've noticed, and then you stop? Yes. And then you start to move, which is uh, thankfully, you know, that's why I'm walking around. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so so heel, heels, toe holds, toe holds especially because that, that ankle goes and man. Um, but wrist locks. Oh, God, man. 
Yeah, yeah wrist locks, locks are bad. especially the way you do them because they're they, they threaten my elbow. Like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm doing. And them. You do it, and like literally, my elbows. <laughs> <laughs> you put a twist on my wrist. That's not a straight wrist lock. Yeah. You never get me in a straight wrist lock. It's always this crazy twist. It's like ah, and I feel both these bones tighten up in the joint, and my elbow goes no more, no more. And I'm like, geez, it's because I'm putting your pinky into your palm. So, so I think you're focused sometimes on the wrist, and you're like, "Oh, you're safe," but this is going, and yeah. I'm like, "No, no, stop!" You know, you know what I'm saying? Because you're not there yet in your mind, but yeah. I, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. That's true, though. It's crazy. I, I'm not even a big wrist lock fan. But you've got good. You've got a good. You've got good strength in the grip, and so you can really create a twist. Yes. And when you do that, that does lock out the elbow. Yeah. And um, and so your your wrist locks are really unique that way, and and can be even more. Uh, Once I learn how to set them up, savage, Ooh, <sighs> buddy. When you start to get body position on people with uh, like like good body position with yes. the, with a wrist lock in, in mind, and you start to put twist in there, you should be finishing tournaments with wrist locks. Like <laughs> I would be like the the Danny Harris like death the, squad with ankle yeah. locks instead why of. Why would you ignore five one? No, why would you ignore point five percent? Point five percent of the human body, <laughs> and just have that look. Yeah, I'd be like yeah. the Eddie Cummings of yeah. freaking. <laughs> <laughs> of wrists. <laughs> yeah. That's what we were joking about the guy that uh, that uh, beat Grant um, with a wrist lock. Remember this? It's not oh a, a in a tournament. Yeah, yeah it was. Lose. He defeated him, but he did it with a wrist lock. And uh, we were joking about that. But you like, learn. You learn like, in there. The guy right? defeated everybody with a wrist lock. Oh, I have competition. Did you now. know that? I did not know that. Yeah, he defeated everybody in his division with a wrist lock. Oh, oh you I didn't got, know that? I That's didn't know. the guy that Grant lost to because of wrist lock. Yeah. Beat everybody via wrist lock. Uh huh. I haven't I haven't seen Grant because he's a blue belt. Yeah, and all the people in the blue belts are like, "What's he doing to my wrist?" Oh man, I'm gonna teach Grant my. Now wrist I gotta locks. go home. Now I gotta teach Grant <laughs> Grant my wrist locks. Actually, that'd be interesting. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's gonna need it because his knee doesn't work. <laughs> I'm just joking. I think his knee's fine. Yeah, I hope it is. I shouldn't make a joke till I know. Yeah, I hope he's fine because was, that was scary. I was gonna yeah. actually gonna call him to see if uh, he'll help me move, help move a tub. Help move a tub. Yeah. Gotta, really? I'm, tr- I'm trying to sell a tub right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't help you. I have kids. It's Sorry, a, man. I have kids. <laughs> it's a large tub, man. Is it? Yeah, it's cast iron. Are you telling me I'm not uh, strong enough to lift a tub? You can, you're strong enough. I mean, I, I may Maybe need two of me. Two of you. I need some more people. <laughs> Do you have a friend like you, Colin? Yeah. <laughs> you have your ch- wood chopping friend? I can lift it. <laughs> yeah, buddy. You're watching probably. Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving a tub later. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, right. well, is there anything we need to talk? Oh, tonight is Craig Jones, oh, yeah, Craig Jones. and Luis Panza. They're fighting on flow grappling in like three hours or something. It's three fifteen right now. The craziest thing um, is they're going for a silver. It's crazy because <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no they're Craig's. going for the whole thing, man. Because Craig Jones will always finish second, no matter what. Pros predict num- who's number one. Um, okay, they're all talking about it now. Uh, yeah, here it is. It's on. Yeah, this will be good. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. I'm gonna watch. Are you gonna watch? Should we watch it I think together? We are you gonna be able to? Are you? What are you doing? Uh, I was gonna go do some hood rat things, some hot girl summer stuff. We really? Yeah, that's no fun. It is fun. Craig though. Jones is fighting. Craig Jones. Why don't you? Since it's just a couple hours away, I might. I might do that. Yeah. Is it uh, in Austin? I don't know where it's on flow grappling. I just have the flow. Gra- when I'm not going to it. Let's go. Come on, man. Yeah, are we going to be able to get there in time? Yeah. Bro, <laughs> this is the internet. All right, let's take a look at it. Live and upcoming today at 8 p.m. Eastern. What time is it now? Oh, oh, okay. So it's five hours. Yeah. Will you come here at eight and we can watch it? Possibly. Or nine or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
It's Friday night. Let's party. It's Friday night. Let's party. Friday night. And I feel all right. All right. Well, I'm super stoked. And you know what else? Um, I found out uh, today that uh, my, my son was having a hard time yesterday because he was sunburned. Oh. Doing jujitsu. He's very angry that I made him do jujitsu uh, because he was sunburned. Dude. And I found out today because he was very mad at me yesterday. He threw things at me and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm never going to make him do something I, don't, I haven't done. And two days before that, I was sunburned from the surf contest. Uh, and I put on a rash guard and I was fine. So I was like, you'll be just fine. Put that rash guard on. And I've, he did. I've done the sunburn jujitsu. It's not Whatever, fun. man. When it's you have a rash fun. guard on, it doesn't matter. Yeah, no, but I was it was gi, and I I don't like. Oh gi. no! Yeah, it was all. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, yeah, a double weave, pearl weave. Yeah, it's like the yeah. super thick one. You're Did like, you like your sandpaper gi today? <laughs> yeah, that's old terrible. Howard gi. So no, this was uh, <laughs> one of those off white ones that like Orion used to wear, <laughs> made of balsa wood. Yeah. It's like, got sp- I got a splinter from my gi. That's weird. How did I get a splinter? (laughs) What's this made of? I'm getting splinters. You're not doing the jujitsu right if you're getting splinters from your own gi. The jujitsu is meant to be done so you don't get splinters from your own gi. (laughs) And we wonder why gi's dying. Dude, that old school jujitsu. Oh, my God. The old school gi's. And they were really long. Yeah. Remember that? He's like, well, watch you do it. You'll take it. Remember the early, like, lapel stuff they would do where they'd wrap it and you wrap it twice around his neck. <laughs> I can't do that with a with a, a proper show you roll. I can't even reach the damn thing. <laughs> it's like in the belt. Dude. <laughs> I got an old school Tora gi, man. Yeah, if you have a $22 gi, then you should be able to uh, loop choke two yeah. guys yeah. with the lapel. No, a Tora gi, it was like an old judo gi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it has like the cotton. Oh, in- the real thick lapels. Yeah, and it's real thick. Yeah. How the hell did those guys grab that thing? Even the, dude, they were they were animals back then. They man. had to have like folded it over and twice and like. And yeah. like I don't know, man. I, I still love it. I still love that. Game. Yeah, I don't. I, la- the, I, I don't like, wear it. I like it where it's like just just enough that it's like uh, that it's like you could get a good like you're holding nah. a rope like you're holding a rope. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I like I like I like the thick ones because it's harder to choke me with. <laughs> you know what I'm I'm bummed about? Today's what? Friday. This weekend we got no gi, but then Monday starts what? Gi week. Ugh. It's gi week. I, I, love I used to week. love gi so much, and now that I'm doing more no gi, I'm like kind of digging it. I love no gi, but gi is important. Gi is important, and people say, and uh, Dimitri and I got in this big old. Uh, what uh, argument about this because he's an old school guy, right? He's a uh, you know Dimitri. Yeah, yeah. So Canadian Dimitri, Canadian Russian Dimitri, who has uh, lots and lots of judo and like is uh, really very gifted at martial arts. Um, he has much more knowledge about martial arts than me, but I still have a strong opinion about this. That there is a school of thought that you have to have good gi in order to have good no gi, and I don't agree. I don't agree either. I mean. I just don't agree, man. We talked about it over and over, and I'm like, I just don't believe that. I think you're all right. He couldn't in the sell modern, me in the modern game. Your gi game does not translate to your no gi game. Yeah, like that. That happens like a lot of times. Where used to be maybe fundamentals back, back in the day, or or even now in fundamentals. If you're learning fundamentals, yeah. maybe it's important. But, but at some point, then you it stops. There's no once return. you start getting to like the lapel guards and the super spider guard game. There's no point. There's no point, and you can't do that in. No gi tournament. You spider guard me? Yeah, well, I, I have. I've spider guard people in, in no gi. Yeah, you just grab the wrist. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Right. And you have play. incredible grips. Yeah. But like, Boy, what, who does that? Who has that? Yeah. What if you're not you or that guy who was in Colorado, and then you have like regular grips, and the guy slips his grip out, and now you have one grip. Yeah. And now you're and, like, oh, oh wait, wait. 
then I'm getting foot locked. You're building a game on something that doesn't exist. So that's a problem. And yeah. it's not just that. It's also, you know, like, oh, well, it slows things down so that you can, you know. But it helps I you get work it. on technique. I know the dynamics. It does. And I do work on the technique, but I can do it in Nogi, too, if I'm doing it correctly and creating structure. And, and by the way, all the little details I'm working on right now, they should also slow it down. They all translate, though. They all translate. You know what I'm saying, same. though? Yeah. If, if I'm doing my if I ha, if my structure is correct and I have my toes are connected to the mat when they're supposed to and my and my I'm using my elbow instead of my wrist to frame and all these things I'm doing correctly that should also slow it down so if I don't have those things in place then how do I know that I'm failing at those things as well I know because I know because I can't slow the game down because my frame's lame I got lame frame you know lame frame Yes. Yeah. I know lame frame. Right. Lame frame. <laughs> so if you have lame frame, then <laughs> then then what's going to teach you to have better frame is the fact that you know you have lame frame. But if I'm holding on to somebody's lapel and I'm slowing down the game and I don't know about lame frame because lame frame doesn't apply anymore because I'm holding the guy with something else or yeah, whatever, yeah. then pff, come on. I'm hey, holding his pants. It's a, it's just a honestly the gi is just a tool, man. And it does trans it doesn't it doesn't translate into the mo- more modern game of jiu-jitsu. Like, you know, old-school jiu-jitsu, I think, like, self-defense jiu-jitsu does translate into both gi and no gi. Like, mm-hmm. what we do at, at, at Gracie, at Jiu-Jitsu Savannah, bam. TJJSIV! Is, yeah, you know, we do have a hyper-focus on the self-defense, but we also... We don't have a hyper-focus not on hyper, but we Not hyper, but we do have a... a our lineage is more self-defense-based. Sure, but then it all translates. Yeah, it translates because the the main thing about self defense is keeping yourself, you know, injury free. Yeah, that is true self defense. I mean, proper structure, proper, proper framing. Stru- yeah, no, yeah, I'm fighting your skeleton. I'm trying. I to don't fight care your skeleton. about your shoulder meat. No. Yeah, I got big shoulder meat. Now. You got big shoulder meat, bro. Got I, I got a lot of big meat. meat. Lots of meat. Lots of meat. But I don't care about your meat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Keep your meat to yourself because but, I'm yeah. worried about your skeleton. Yeah, but. That is true to self-defense is keeping yourself safe. That's what I mean by being super hyper. But how, how do I know if I'm not keeping myself safe if, I, if I'm not that's... put in positions, right? Because I'm using – because I'm holding onto a rope that happens to be connected that's to That's why – I mean – Bullshit. The, like I said – that... Or as you put it, bull snot. Bull snot. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to clean up my language, <laughs> I know, I know. man. Well, yeah. But like we need to – yeah, you know what? A lot of there's a there's a lot of schools out there that just play, play lapel guard and all that. Man, you bring that to an MMA fight, you're gonna get lit up. Yeah. Well, it's just you're gonna have to learn in a different way. Yeah. And then now you've got a whole other. And then it's just confusing. What we do is more of a. All right, here's here's the basics. I like the basics, and it's gonna stay this way. But we also kind of incorporate everything else. Yeah. And I get that it slows it down. It, That's fine. But my my and it's harder to get it's harder to get out of an alarm bar in a gi. It is. Yeah. So, it, you know, you have the friction. So that's what it slows it down. It's not literally, you know, slow the game down completely because you can put the e-brake. No, but it's harder to get out of the submissions. It's harder to get out of everything. But, but, if, but if, look, if, if, the, if the person arm barring has an advantage because you're wearing a gi, it doesn't help you it does. or the person as much. It helps you trying to escape. Why? Because you have, all right, the friction, it makes it a little tighter. So now I, I have to use better, smaller technique to get out. Maybe, but, you, but you, you're... You don't, you're not using the sweat. But the, but the point I make it is that the armbar is pretty much done. Like, the, the problem with an armbar in Nogi is that you got to really have an armbar. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's real life. So you got to really have it. 
and you better really have it. And now you really got to be thinking about where that thumb is. And you got to be thinking about where you're breaking. If you're breaking across your own hip or if you're trying to break straight and you're trying to break straight, straight, that's a mess. Yeah, you got to break break across a hip. You got to find how to break across (laughs) a hip, move your hips so you're doing it. But if you have a gi on, all you got to do is pinch on that gi and nobody's moving anywhere. So now you're like, ha ha, got an arm bar. Yeah, I win. Okay, done. Now let's move on. But nobody learns there. That's, that's, honestly. I think nobody learns the detail there because of that. I think. You can learn the detail to escape better. Because, okay, yeah, you know what? You almost have it. Guess what? I can snuggle it. I can snug out a little bit more. I can use, I can, you know, use the friction to my advantage. Yeah, so it's just holding on to your gi and pulling it in. Yeah, and dude, I don't know, man. I mean, it you, just seems like you, a lot your of arm bar, Your arm bar in no gi should be as tight as your arm bar in gi. I mean, yeah, 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 all I your agree. solutions should be the same. I agree. Just with loop jokes. I agree. <laughs> There's more loop jokes and other kind of jokes. All right, so you're going to go do hood rat stuff, yes. and I'm going to go surf, and and then we're going to meet Ooh, back surf. here for the Craig uh, for the Craig uh, Jones. Craig Jones. Is the surf good? What? Is the surf good? No. No. Uh. <laughs> Dang. Thanks for watching and hanging out with us, Love Ian Jackson. I don't know where you were, but you weren't on Jujitsu Pilgrim. You might have been commenting. There's some other comments, so you might have been commenting on some other sites. I don't care. Shout Whatever. Outs. It doesn't matter. Shout outs. Shout outs to GJJSAV, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah, best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world with the best, best dudes people. in the world, under the best dude in the world, who's under the best dude in the world. With the best friends in the world. Double dude. And best friends in the world. Uh, also, uh, Savannah Traditional Barbershop. All right. Oh, uh, right on. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Uh, Camera West. Thank you to Camera West, and thank you to Tapia um, Cigars. Yes. Yeah. And the um, dress code. That's the, na- the other. Dress code. It's the dress code. It's, he has got a dress, oh. a clothing place, and a and a cigar place. Nice. So thank you, Alberto. And uh, <laughs> he's gonna love that. And um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Thanks to you for hanging out with me. Not a problem. Thank you. Yeah, we're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna play a video game too. My son's playing oh, UFC in there. Yeah, yeah. So he was just whipping my ass. <laughs> he was at UFC. It was four. horrible. <laughs> that video game is killer, man. Oh my god. Uh, I was Barboza. I know, dude. That's a fight I really want to see, though. Barboza and um, McGregor. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, it'd be good because that that lead leg would get destroyed. Oh yeah. Barboza's leg kicks are so fast. Are they the same weight class? They're fifty fives. Uh no, Barboza went down to forty five. Oh, that's why he was quicker. Yeah, I remember that. He just and man, that was weird. That was the one where he knocked that dude out all crazy with the the time release, time release knockout. Yeah, just gone. All right, so uh, this was episode 31. We're going to be um, doing another one. Uh, I think Jimmy's coming uh, Monday or this weekend or something, right, and yeah, you're I, coming back in. i got to do the Grant Monday, one I still. Okay, oh, right on. Yeah. Go to postrollpodcast.com, or no, podbean.com slash postrollpodcast, or postrollpodcast.com slash podbean slash whatever. Anyway, also good follow luck. us on Instagram, good luck. Good Facebook, luck and all that good stuff. Yeah, good luck finding it. And uh, it live streams on Jiu-Jitsu Pilgrim. And uh, train with us, man. Come yes, in and train with us. We need your insight, if you're, wherever you are. If you want to come train and you're you know new, come in. Try it out. If you have a friend that wants to train, come in. Try it out. Will you get stabbed? Johnny. Oh, my God. Sacrifice and then the hide of the 
I'm gonna do. We're still recording, by the way. We're oh, we are. Not, we're just not live. We're not oh, live on no. the video. That's it. That's a wrap. Goodbye, guys.